This podcast was recorded live at Petri Wine Studios in beautiful Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's edition of Panel Riot. I saw Wonder Woman. Let's get into it. That's right, folks. I saw Wonder Woman, and I want to talk about it. Now, let me say, I haven't read any reviews of the movie. I haven't listened to any podcasts about the movie yet. I am fresh from the theater, almost fresh. I stopped and got some dinner. Um, and I I want to talk about this while it's fresh in my mind. Um, and I, I also want to say, I want to say this up front, I, I loved the movie. I loved it. It was a long movie. Um, roughly two hours and 20 minutes or so. Um, but it didn't feel like it. And I know that might be cliche to say, but it, you know, some movies feel like it. civil war, Captain America's civil war felt like two and a half hours. Um, this didn't like, uh, right around the the midway point of the movie, I came to realize how long I had been watching and I was thrilled because I mean, it never, it, it, it doesn't, the pacing is excellent. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting, I'm already getting off track. Um, I want to say that this movie is good and this movie is important in ways that I, I'm not qualified to talk about. I'm just a guy. I'm just a dude who saw Wonder Woman and really, really loved it. And I'm glad that a movie like this came out and I'm glad that a movie like this, it, it, it's possible that a movie like this can be made. It is excellent and it is important, but I am, again, I'm just a guy and I am in so many ways not qualified to talk about the importance of this film in a lot of ways. In other ways, I am because I'm, I'm a fan of comic books. I'm a fan of Wonder Woman and man, I am a fan of this movie. So let's talk about it a little bit. Um, something I really want to get into right on top is, um, is the character of Wonder Woman in this film. Now at this point in time, this movie is a box office success. It has made crazy amounts of money and it will continue to make money. Um, you know, in the theaters and, and, you know, DVD and Blu-ray sales, I will be purchasing it on Blu-ray. No question about it. Um, and, uh, <laughs> so I, to talk about Wonder Woman, and I know this is, just bear with me. I want to talk about Superman. Okay. Superman as a character was for all of his faults today and how they can't seem to make a good Superman movie and they, and you know, the comics all fall flat and all of that stuff for all of that Superman at one time was a, an astronomically popular character. People loved Superman. They were obsessed with him. Um, 
And a big part of the reason for that is because of what Superman represented. Uh, he represented hope and, you know, doing the right thing. And he also represented doing the impossible, accomplishing things, even if it's just feats of strength that most people dream of and dream quite actively of. He was a huge symbol during wartime. You know what I mean? And the thing is, this is Wonder Woman now. Wonder Woman is the new Superman. And I think she's a much better Superman than Superman is. Because she's, she's you know, the Superman for the modern age. She's more inclusive. This, this film, the casting, the diversity of casting in this film was excellent. Was very, very good. And, you know, Chris Pine Tree, I love Chris Pine Tree. I'm a fan of Chris Pine Tree. I love Star Trek, and he's Captain Kirk. He's delightful. Um, I've seen him in, like, a couple of other things. What was the name of that movie he was in? Um, was It wasn't... No, not Tangled. It was... Um, God, I can't remember it, but it was the one where he played a prince um, who was a cartoon prince who came into the real world and sang. Um, and, uh, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't the main character. God, what was the name? Charmed? Was it? No, that was the show about the witches. Um, was it, was, I keep, I keep thinking Tangled, but I know that's not right. Anyway, what, what basically what I'm trying to say is Chris Pine Tree is a-okay in my book, okay? And he did fine in this book, in this book, in this movie. Um, Unfortunately, since I've taken that little mental detour, I've gone entirely off track. Oh, diversity and casting. Excellent work. Excellent, excellent work. They didn't shy away from difficult subjects. And one of my... I don't want to get into spoiler territory just yet. Listeners of the podcast know that, you know, the third section, the third segment of the podcast is spoiler territory. But... There's a part where, and this this isn't a spoiler because it was in the trailers. There's a part where Diana goes out on the battlefield, the insane wasteland, no man's land, you know, battlefield that you see represented in movies, in, you know, everywhere, and um, you know she fights, you know, machine gun and mortar and all of this stuff, right? But what they don't say in the trailers is why she goes out there. And again, this isn't really a spoiler. She feels compelled to wade out into the battlefield like that because of the things that she's seeing around her, the horrors of war, which, you know, this, this is a, I believe it's a PG 13 movie. It might be a PG movie. It's gotta be PG 13. There is a lot of dick talk. There's a whole scene just where, I mean, Chris Pine Tree looks at his own wang about four or five times like, he does a triple take at his own penis, and then they just keep talking about it. It was really kind of strange and uncomfortable uh, in a weird way. But, um, so I think, anyway, that, all that to say, I think it's a PG-13 movie. Um, they don't get super gory. There's not a lot of blood um, in this uh, in this film. At one point, you know, somebody gets injured and someone else says, oh, you're bleeding, but they don't actually show the bleeding. Um, but I think... That was because at one point, um, they show a guy missing a limb. Like, 
he's freshly lost a leg and you see, you know, this, the stump isn't like pouring blood, but it is bloody. And, um, you know, I think it was a bit of a trade-off. Anyway, she sees that and she sees, you know, a lot of these horrors of war things and it, it encourages her to wade out onto the battlefield. And it's, it's beautiful and it's inspiring. And I mean, it shows that she's will she's willing to do the right thing even when it's the very very hard thing and that's that's it that's that's superman like just because you can doesn't mean that you should and that's superman and his powers and you know it's not it's not the easy thing it's the right thing and this movie again and again and again illustrates that that is what she is willing to do. She's willing to do the hard thing instead of the easy thing. So it's, it's an inspiring film and it's, it's an inspiring character for a whole new generation. You know what I mean? This is, I I went and saw the movie and I mean, it's been out for a little while. That's, there's no secret there. And, um, you know, there, aside from, I think, one or two other guys, it was all, it was all women in the theater. And that's awesome. That's fantastic. I I was so, I was so happy, not just to see that, but also when I started hearing about how successful the film was and how they did a good job and how Patty Jenkins really did a great job with the film, you know, I'm happy. I want things to move in this direction more um, especially with superhero films, especially with them. They need to be more inclusive. People talk about the Marvel formula and yeah, they've got like three guys on payroll named Chris. You know what I mean? Just three random white dudes named Chris. Is it three? Maybe it's two. Either way, I'm just saying it's, it's, it's good to see a film like this. That's, uh, there's a train honking at me. I don't know if that got picked up. Um, they also enjoyed Wonder Woman. They're supporting the podcast. Um, it's good to see a film like this to be done very well because it could have been done horribly. Oh my God. You know, look at almost any other film like this previously. The ball was dropped in a million different ways. And this one, this one absolutely killed it. They did a great job. Um, which is good. And, you know, I I think I've said this before about other comics, um, and about other films that, you know, this stuff is important in a way that speaks to the future. It speaks to the future of comics and it speaks to the future of film and entertainment and, you know, the fact that these things are successful is, it's heartening. You know what I mean? In a time where there's a lot of disheartening shit. It's, it's nice to see something like this succeed. Anyway, to tie it, tie it back in, you know, that, that level of inspiration is what people felt from Superman when he first came out, you know, he was, he was the man who was able, he was bulletproof. He was able to stand against, um, stand against armies by himself, you know, uh, massive amounts of soldiers and, and to do the right thing. And that's, that's what this is. That's what Wonder Woman is now. And I think, I think it's fantastic. I mean, honestly, she's a much more interesting character than Superman. Anyway, (laughs) 
Superman, Superman was a product of his time. You know what I mean? And there's a reason that the most compelling Superman story being told right now is in Injustice, where Superman decides to go in the other direction, and he says, well, I've got this power, so I'm just going to rule this planet. You know what I mean? He kind of snaps and puts it under his thumb, because it's a different take on Superman. She's, it's not it's not the 40s and 50s anymore. And the place... Like, there's no place for Superman, but there is a place for Wonder Woman. And thankfully, thankfully, people are starting to realize that. Uh, there's so much stuff I want to talk about, but I, it's all spoilers. She, uh, okay, let me... Let's just... Let's get into this. Let's gush about the movie a little bit. Um, Gal Gadot, who plays Diana, is amazing. She's never, she's never cheesy. She's never over the top with the character. She plays it pitch perfect. Even the times when she's being, um, like naive necessarily, uh, about, you know, I guess, I guess, uh, spoilers again, spoilers. Uh, she, she never plays the character over the top. She always plays it spot on. Even, even when she's, you know, unleashed, when she's fighting, all of this stuff, when she's emotional, it's all, it all feels earned and it all feels appropriate. You know what I mean? She, she just, she did a, an incredible, incredible job with this role. Uh, Chris Pine Tree, I already talked about him and his penis. Um, boy, they just, they, they just really linger on that scene. Um, he does a fine job. He does a, He does an excellent job. Now, uh, there are, uh, other, there's a supporting cast, obviously there's a supporting cast and there's kind of like a Steve Trevor's howling commandos, uh, kind of group of like misfits who operates outside the law or whatever. And they're great. They're really well done. And it's, um, that's, that's a big part of where the kind of representational casting comes in and the diversity in that cast, because, you know, they are, unfortunately, they're not different genders, <laughs> but they are, you know, they are different races and, you know, they do, they do a wonderful job. Even they have, you know, excellent little character arcs for being these, you know, misfit near do or however you want to describe them. Um, the first section, um, the part where they are on the, on the mascara with the Amazons is, Oh God, it's so beautiful. They did, they really did an incredible job with all of that. They, they very concisely, you know, set up everything, told Diana's backstory in a great way. Um, and man, I, I, it was just, it's so colorful and so gorgeous. And the thing is, and again, this is not a spoiler. This is just Wonder Woman shit that happens when Diana leaves the island, the whole movie turns because the whole feel, the tone and the, um, and the, uh, the color scheme of the film changes dramatically and drastically and in a way that is so effective and so good. Um, and she even comments on it. They get to London and she said, this place is disgusting. And Steve says, well, it's not for everybody. Again, not a spoiler. It was in the trailer. It's, it, the shots in this film, if nothing else, it is a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous film. Like I can't tell you how many times I thought I want a snapshot of just this scene 
I want to, I want to frame it and put it on my wall because it is gorgeous. There's a scene at the end and you'll know it when you see it. I absolutely want that framed, uh, in, in put up in panel riot studios. And you know what? I'm going to do it. No one can stop me except for, well, people who put out the Blu-ray. But once that Blu-ray comes out, Hey, it's free game. All right, uh, folks, we're going to take a quick break and uh, probably rec- probably increase the quality of the audio recording. Uh, and we'll be right back with more Panel Riot after this. Podcasts. You like podcasts. How do I know this? How do I know this? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you like that masked magician on that Fox show. I'm going to go ahead and tell you my secrets, man. You're listening to one right now. Mm, Boom! Nailed it. Nailed it. You like podcasts. Well, folks, I got podcasts for you. I got podcasts out the wazoo. Where can you find these podcasts? Where can you find a wazoo full of podcasts? Sorgatron Media. That's right, folks. Sorgatronmedia.com, the producers of the highest quality podcasts anywhere on the internet. Folks, they help bring you Panel Riot each and every week. And that's not all. That's not all. They also bring you such excellent, excellent podcasts as AwesomeCast. AwesomeCast Tech Talk, talking about news, talking about information. Awesome Chat, where we interview those who talk about tech and news and all of that stuff. You've got the Indie Mayhem Show, the Midweek War, the Raw Wrap-Up, and folks, the one that started it all, the Wrestling Mayhem Show. If you like wrestling of any shape size form function whatever if 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 it's got wrestling in the name they are talking about it and they are probably talking about it as soon as it happens go and check them out head on over to sorgatronmedia.com and just just enjoy just put on your headphones and then lay down and uh, take a couple relax pills and just just have a good old time just have a good old listen time sorgatronmedia.com and we're back that's right folks we're back holy by all that is holy crap um is it's 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 as if i have i'm speaking into a new microphone like a different microphone than before it's as if I'm speaking into a microphone that is a real microphone and not just my pretty significantly damaged iPhone. But you know what? I I wanted to get those babbling thoughts uh, out while I was thinking about them because it was a long drive uh, from the theater to my home. But here we are. Here we are in the second um, the second portion. And uh, I, I would like to give a quick shout out. We're actually doing uh, something different during the recording of this podcast. We're doing a live video. Instagram Live is up over there, and um, CJ McThunder, Corey has uh, has joined us. Hi, Corey. Hi. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. This is something we're going to be um, doing in the near future. And I also want to take this um, this moment to plug that Panel Riot now has its own Instagram page. It is. You ready for this? Panel Riot. That's right. No one else got it. I got it. That's amazing. Um, so yeah, follow us on Instagram uh, at, at Panel Riot. Go and check that out, folks. Uh, we're talking about Wonder Woman and how freaking good it was. Again, can't get into spoilers. 
just can't. So um, let's let's uh, talk a little bit more about the actors and how good they were. So um, I, I, before uh, before the break, I was talking a little bit about how. Um, how beautiful the mascara was and how, you know, the, the filming there, everything was so much more colorful and excellent. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the actresses there, I, I it took me, I, it, it was a while. It took me a little while before I recognized, uh, Robin Wright as, uh, Antiope, General Antiope, I believe is how they pronounced it. It's a long movie and it was a while ago that I saw that. She she was incredible. She did uh, an absolutely phenomenal job at his, as excuse me as did Connie Nielsen as Queen Hippolyta. Just like I said before, they did such a great job. Um, very succinctly setting up. Is that did I say that right? succinctly? Succinctly? How is that pronounced? Succinct. Succinct. Very extinctly describing Wonder Woman's backstory. They did it. They did an excellent job with that. Just a line here, some interesting kind of minimal flash animation there to explain the the Amazons, and it was a delight. It was a good. It was a good job. Um, and again, I want to shout out to um, uh, Steve Trevor's Howling Commandos uh, or whatever. Um, there was Charlie, who was a uh, drunk Scottish guy, Samir who is a French-Moroccan con artist, and uh, he and Diana have a great exchange where they keep talking to each other in different languages, and that was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, there was uh, Chief, which, I guess, World War One or whatever. Um, he was a Native American smuggler, as you might expect. Um, and, and I also want to say, say something about Lucy Davis, who played uh, Etta Candy, who was um, Trevor's secretary. I think she did a great job. That, that too, is a character that you could really ham up and really go over the top with, and they didn't do that. They did a little bit, but I, I feel like she did a great job, and she turned out to be a very likable character. So, um, I mean, I, it's, just, it's, it's a, just a delight. Go and see it. Just go and see the dang thing. I, I have to fill the whole rest of this segment with stuff. Oh, okay. All right. Here's something. I I did actually have a gripe with the film. There was one thing that was a bit of a problem for me. And it was, they would frequently, when Wonder Woman was doing cool shit, play that guitar riff from Batman versus Superman. Like it really was, the soundtrack was excellent. It was it was it was it was really well done, very, very cinematic, very you know it was a beautiful soundtrack, very appropriate. And then occasionally uh a really bad electric guitar would come in and just go totally unnecessary and don't just get it out of here. Like the sooner that they make the Wonder Woman sequel and drop that stupid electric guitar the better. Because what was that even about? It was gross. That's what it was about. There is one other character that I do want to talk about, and that is um, Dr. Poison uh, Isabel Maru. Um, She's a Spanish chemist who, um, you know, makes poisons and stuff. And she's basically a, a big 
point of the entire film. And um, I, I think that she did a really good job with that character. She she wore this like three sectioned faceplate to cover up some facial scarring, some pretty gnarly facial scarring. Because I mean, that's like Chekhov's gun. You can't show that and then not show what's underneath later. Um, it's like the the well, I guess not. Um, I was gonna say it's like uh, the James is the one James Bond villain um, who took out his face and then had droopy face, but it, it occurs to me that it's not like that at all because we didn't know he had droopy face. Silva, his name was Silva. Um, yeah, we didn't know he had droopy face, but I mean, you you would see little glimpses of like her teeth and stuff through the mask, and it was. Um, really you just wanted to see that gross business underneath and then later on you do just gets blown off by a stiff breeze by a stiff breeze that's my way of saying that I'm not saying a spoiler anyway um she did really well with the character by uh, portraying her as someone who like enjoys seeing this chaos and her work um and her work just happens to be people dying um and you know burning and melting alive and all of that stuff. Um, but there was also, you know, uh, this level of compassion there. Like she was, she was being manipulated by general Ludendorff, uh, Ludendorff, Ludendorff. That's it. Um, who was, you know, one of the main villains in the, uh, in the entire piece. And, um, you know, as a result, in a way, you feel for her, you know, especially towards the end. But, I mean, you've got to forget the fact that she made horrible poisons that killed so many people. <laughs> so many people. Um, another thing I really liked about uh, about the, the film was, I don't know, at, at one point, um, Diana kind of gets... Um, she gets surprised, like her worldview shifts in a in a major way, and um, Chris Pine Tree tries to explain to her that like this is just how people are. People are bad, and they have badness in them, and they have a darkness, and you know, there's not a lot we can do about that. You know, it's just this war is this huge thing, and you can't just fix it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I I, I kind of like that. Um, that explanation. I, I, let me take a minute here to just say, go see this movie. Like if you're relying on my description to see this movie or not, just let me stop you right there and go see it. Cause I'm a doddering old man who's sweat out any brain cells that he has. Um, just go see the movie. It's real good. I can't describe it uh, in a in a in a better manner. Now, if you really don't want to see the movie and you're not that interested and you want spoilers, well, stick around because we're going to get into the third section here in a minute, and that's spoiler town. And I'm basically going to kind of going to recap the movie and give my thoughts on some more specific moments. But seriously, do not let your going to see this movie rise or fall on my eloquence, because ain't got none, because real hot. Go see the movie at your earliest convenience. Uh, and you know what? We're going we're gonna to just stop right there and uh, take another break. And we'll be right back with the spoiler section of Panel Riot. We'll be right back. Will, I hear you all shouting out there. Will, what am I going to do? 
There's all these monthly subscription boxes. There's so many of them. I'm drowning in monthly subscription boxes and none of them have anything that I want. This one's got food. This one's got toys. This one's got apparel. This one has socks. How did I get signed up for the one that has socks? I don't want any of this crap. Well, what am I going to do? I don't know why, but I feel like you have the answers. Well, good news. I do have the answers. And the answer is Comic Bento. That's right, folks. Comic Bento, the monthly subscription service that sends you exactly what you want. Comics. Comics. That's right. Graphic novels of all shapes and sizes. Fantastic products. A full box of them each and every week. And folks, since you are Panel Riot listeners, we can offer you a special offer. That's right, we are offering you an offer. 15% off. That's right, folks, 15% off. If you go to bit.ly.com slash bentoriot today, sign up and your first subscription, entire subscription, (laughs) is 15% off. Finally, a monthly subscription box that is exactly what you want. Not socks, not food. You can't eat it, you can't wear it, but you can read it, folks. That's right. Comics. Head on over to bit.ly slash bentoriot today. Sign up and get 15% off. And we're back. We're back, folks. We're back. Please uh, go do patronize whoever the commercial was for. I haven't decided yet. I haven't put it in yet. That happens afterwards. Just a little... Peek behind the curtain for you, a little, little look behind the kimono of uh, how I do the show. I record it and then I put the commercials in, but sometimes I don't do it that way. But that's how I'm doing it this time. Um, so let's. This is spoiler alert territory. This is it. If you haven't seen Wonder Woman, you're gonna see Wonder Woman. You don't want nothing spoiled. It's spoiler time. We're getting into it. Okay. All right. So there's this war. Right, it's World War One, and there's Germans, and then gas. No, um, so we start out uh, on the mascara with uh, Diana as a young girl and uh, eight year old, eight years old, and this is the most adorable eight year old that you've ever seen. Just precocious and adorable and wanting to fight and her mom won't let her fight and she tells her stories about how the Amazons came about and they fought Ares and how all the gods this one's a bit of a downer why all the gods died so that they could fight Ares um, and how Zeus like gave his last life force to give away to defeat Ares, who he'd already defeated. Um, it's pretty messed up, but it's a good life, and uh, Diana's Diana's real happy, except she wants to fight, and her mom doesn't want her to fight. And then Diana gets a little older, and she is fighting. Ooh! Robin Wright is training her how to fight, and then her mom finds out, and she's not happy about it. But she says, go ahead, but just train her better than anybody else gets trained. And uh, and that's exactly what happens. And I should have said this in an earlier part. Holy crap, the fight scenes in this movie are just... Holy crap, they're so well done. They are c- cinematic, yes. Fun, yes. 
Acrobatic, also yes. Theatrical, yes. They tick all the boxes in an excellent fight scene. They are beautiful to watch. I said that in the first section, that this is a gorgeous, gorgeous movie. The landscapes, the framing, the colors, everything is fantastic, and the fight scenes are an excellent example of that. They they just did a real good job. Um, So she injures Robin Wright in training and then watches a plane crash and Chris Pine Tree is drowning. So she saves Chris Pine Tree and he's being followed by German soldiers because he's a spy. And then you have an amazing fight scene between the Germans and the Amazons on the beach and it's great. It's absolutely great. And the thing is, this, this was one of those moments where I was like, it felt like so, so early on in the movie and then I realized... Oh, I've been watching this for a while. Does not feel like I've been watching this for a while. It's the pacing is is excellent. Even the you know the exposition scenes and the you know the relaxed though we live in them at Themyscira and this is how stuff works scenes. Excellent, excellent pacing. I never ever felt like the the movie dragged. So Robin Wright dies because she catches a bullet. Um, that was going to kill Diana. And then Diana says, I'm going to leave with Trevor and kill Ares and fight this war. We're going to end this war. And her mom says, no. And Diana says, yes. And then her mom says, yes. And then they leave. Um, because uh, Chris Pine Tree stole Dr. Poison's notes and he wants to give it to his higher-ups because... Uh, He thinks it'll help or whatever. I don't know, because they needed a reason for her to get off the island and go to London and say it was gross. I mean, it was was really like cheap dig at at London. Um, She was like, ew, it's gross. And he's like, yeah, it's not for everybody. I said that in the first part, too. I'm sweating out my own memories. Okay, so uh, they go to the council, and the council's like, no, we're going to have an armistice. And they're like, you don't understand, this gas is going to kill lots of people. And one particularly douchey guy is like, that's what soldiers do, they die. And then he gets yelled at by Wonder Woman. And there's, there is this one scene, uh, this this one part that I really liked, where they're, they're having their council discussion, everyone's shouting at each other, and uh, in walks Chris Pine Tree with... Diana and everybody just slowly quiets because um, apparently they've never seen a woman before Um, but one of the guys you just kind of hear him go my god it's a woman (laughs) no shit a little on the nose there uh, uh, huffle snort Uh, uh, sorry Um, (laughs) so they say don't go do it and then and then the, the, Diana's like, we're going to go do it. And Tro, and uh, Chris Pine, she's like, we're not going to do it. And then she yells at him because he, she's like, why wouldn't you do it? And he's like, well, we, are, we actually are going to go do it. And she's like, oh, so you lied. And that was a really fun scene. So he assembles his howling commandos um, in a bar. One of them's... Uh, conning some officers and one of them's getting beat up and then the third guy is the Native American guy that just shows up later and um, Chris Pine Tree's boss shows up in the pub and he's like I cannot endorse this but unofficially I can help you 
and he sets him up and gives him money and everything like that and tells him where to go and, and you know, gives him the skinny on, on what's what. So they travel and they go to the war and then they go to the front and it's horrifying. And, and um, Diana sees, like, the horrors of war and the orphans and the slaves and, and, and you know, all the, the really, really bad stuff that you would expect to see at the front. And... Um, Chris Pine Tree starts yelling at her because she's like, we have to help. And he's like, this isn't the mission. Um, we have to we have to keep moving. And she's like, no, we have to help these people. And he's like, this is no man's land. This battalion's been here for an entire year. Nobody crosses this. And then, of course, you know what's about to happen. And it does. And it's so awesome. Holy crap. She goes out in the battlefield and she kind of leads the charge and draws all the fire. And then, you know... All the other soldiers follow behind, and they take a trench, and then they take another trench and another one, and eventually they reclaim this uh, this German village that was, you know, basically being taken over and bad things happening to the people there. And um, then there's this nice moment of peace in the movie. There's this nice little bit of business where, like, they chill in this village and they have a nice meal and they dance and it snows and they bone. Um, and then the next morning. They continue on their way. They find out that uh, the big bad is holding a gala to celebrate things. And Steve's like, all right, we're going to infiltrate it. And Diana's like, yeah, we're going to infiltrate it. And I'm going to kill Ares. Oh, uh, it's worth mentioning that she had a sword called the God Killer. And apparently the destiny of the Amazons is to kill Ares. And she thinks that this main bad guy, this uh, General Ludendorff is Ares and I thought he was too to be honest because like this um the the Dr. Poison who works for General uh what was the name of the doctor in Phineas and Ferb Dr. Doofenshmirtz that's it so um she works for General Doofenshmirtz and uh, I I don't care go watch Phineas and Ferb it's a good reference. And if you haven't watched Phineas and Ferb, you should. It's a good show. Yes. Yes. It's a good show. There's a lot of callbacks and a lot of like really good. And there's a platypus and he makes a weird chattering noise. No, I don't know if platypuses make a weird chattering noise, but his name is Perry the platypus. And he's also a secret agent. Okay. Are you sold? No? Okay, well, you should be. It's just a very good show. Go and watch it. Um, and it's over, so now you can binge, binge watch the, the whole, you can watch the, the whole thing. Um, it should be, I think it's on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. If not, I mean, like, really seek it out. It's, it's, it's worth your time. Anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, uh, Wonder Woman. Um, Dr. Poison gives uh, General Doofenshmirtz uh, a vial that she says get uh, to get your strength back or whatever and it you know makes you think oh his godly powers because he was wounded because he was Ares right anyway moving along um, she doesn't kill the guy and they end up dropping gas on the village they were hanging out in and killing everyone there and and then um, this this part kind of confused me. So they drop the gas on the village, and Diana just runs in um, to this village. 
that is still full of gas, which is apparently this, like, this uh, gas mask destroying gas. And she just dashes right into it. She's fine. Her clothes are fine. Her weapons are fine. And then she pops out. And Steve is like right on the edge of the gas. But he's still coughing like he inhaled some. And if it's the gas that we saw earlier, he's dead. He died. Oh, God. That was so loud. Windows is interrupting my podcasting. Anyway, the gas is real deadly. They go to German high command. And uh, Diana fights and kills General Doofenshmirtz. And and then everyone's still doing their thing. And she was like, oh, wow, that wasn't Ares. Or I killed Ares and it didn't do anything. And then Trevor, Steve Trevor's like, well, yeah, it probably wasn't Ares. And also people are horrible. And she doesn't like it. And he continues on to destroy all the crazy gas. And she ends up getting, a, getting in a fight with the real Ares. That's right. It wasn't this. I warned you. I warned you that it was a spoiler. You cannot be upset right now. I told you it was a spoiler. The real Ares was not General Doofenshmirtz. It was uh, uh, Chris Pine Tree's boss. Um, and now here's the thing about this that I had a little problem with. He, you know, has these incredible godly powers and he has a big crazy fight with Diana. And at one point he like assembles his Ares armor with his spiky helmet that has a, you know, that weird um, uh, 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 300 faceplate, you know, where you can still see their faces. And he's got the weirdest little mustache. And he never doesn't have that weird little mustache. Even when he's like full godly power on fire, he still has that weird little mustache. And it really was distracting that he never didn't have a tiny mustache. Um, so that, that was weird. But hey, everybody kills everybody and everybody's safe, except for Chris Pine Tree, who sacrifices himself in the sky. Um yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Oh, there is there is this uh, this moment where like uh Ares tries to convince Wonder Woman to kill Dr. Poison. And I mean that just seemed so symbolic that I can't even get into it. Um but she doesn't. She does not throw a tank on Dr. Poison. She instead kills Ares like you do. Because apparently there was a sword that they thought was the god killer, but the sword was not the god killer. Um Diana was the god killer. And she's a daughter of Zeus. Because um, he brought her to life, I guess. And then when she, right before she killed Ares, she said, goodbye, brother. And that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I like that. So that was pretty much it. They go back. They celebrate that the war's over. And then uh, Diana sends an email to Bruce Wayne. And, you know, just as distracting as... Um, Aries's tiny mustache was the fact that she used a Microsoft Surface. She <laughs> and it seemed to come out of nowhere because she was sitting at a desk that did have a computer on it. I think it had a full laptop, and just out of nowhere, rip, there's a Microsoft Surface, and she types. <laughs> she types an email to Bruce Wayne on this Surface. <laughs> And it's just a full screen email app. It's not even like Outlook. 
It's just a Microsoft email app on a Surface that Wonder Woman uses. What movie was it where like Spider-Man looked something up and he used Bing? Come on, guys. I don't care if they're sponsors. Get your shit together. Anyway, folks, go see this movie. Go and see it. Go and see it now. Uh, you listen to this whole podcast. And even if you even if you didn't see it and then listen to this and know what's going to happen, go see it anyway because it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, amazing movie. And if you already saw it and then you listen to this podcast, go see it again. I mean, it really is a time investment. Like, it is no exaggeration, probably going to be about three hours of your life once you factor in going to the theater, getting food, sitting in the theater, watching the commercials before the previews, watching the previews, and then watching the movie and sitting through all the credits. That's, I mean, it is an investment, but let me tell you, it is not time that you will wish that you had back. It is absolutely time well spent. Go and check out Wonder Woman. I recommend. I got no official sign-off for when I like a movie. Uh, Folks, before we uh, check out here and I go sweat out the rest of my vital organs, um, I'm going to leave you with a couple of things here. Uh, Sorgatron Media, we remember the Sorgatron Media family. Our newest family member is Comic Book Pit. Um, Dan Greenwald, Scott Hedlund, Jared Catherine, Sean Atkins, these guys do a great job. Go and check them out comicbookpit.com welcome to the family they're a delight thank you thank you for listening to panel riot i greatly greatly appreciate it check us if you want more you can check us out at panelriot.com one of the things you can do on panelriot.com is become a patreon supporter they're awesome they're wonderful and they make this show run properly to that end, thank you very much to Ed Burke at Ed Burke 37 Ellen Shergay at Coyotitude, Meredith Staten at Mare Bear Doodles, The Great at Sorgatron, and our intern Stan Fan Level Patrons, producer TJ at TEE Square, S-Q-U-A-R-3, and uh, producer Corey at CJ McThunder. He's on the Instagram Live still. Thank you, Corey. And I'm pointing at you when I'm saying this. On a scale of 1 to 10, they are... The best. You can find us on Twitter at Panel Riot. I'm at DJ Lunchbox. You can also follow Internet Sensation and Panel Riot intern Stan at Intern Stan. You can also follow our wonderful sponsor, the Petri family at Petri Wine. Finally, as I mentioned earlier on, Panel Riot now does have its own Instagram. And I will in all likelihood as long as I remember when I record episodes, do them on Instagram Live. So follow Panel Riot. It's just called Panel Riot. And uh, and keep an eye out for that. Our show is available literally anywhere there are podcasts. If by chance you're listening on iTunes, go on iTunes, rate and review the show. It helps tremendously uh, for more people to find it. I want to know what you think of the show. Please email us, panelriot at gmail.com. Tell me if you saw Wonder Woman, when you're going to see Wonder Woman, and why you haven't seen it yet. And I'll probably read it on the show. Thanks for listening, True Believers. And remember, we are all in this together.
Wyatt is a proud member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go out to the lobby and have ourselves some wine. Petri wine.